The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, and then the weekend begins. I don't know what you're saying, Jesse, it's only Thursday, it's only Thursday. One, I can tell time. Although that doesn't count as telling time, does it, Chris? Wait, that didn't make sense. One, I can read a calendar, okay? I went to community college. And two, once Ask Dr. Jesse Friday gets here, it's already the weekend, and that's tomorrow. Email your questions into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now... The CEO of Morgan Stanley, you don't know who this person is, nor should you. His name is James Gorman. He was talking about this World Economic Forum stuff. Let's, let's play this before we talk about ESG. 12 trips to uh, Davos. I couldn't go this year because it actually is today, uh, I believe, or yesterday. Um, uh, listen, the World Economic Forum brings together a variety of opinions from leaders and thought-provoking individuals around the world. Uh, There's many platforms expressed there and many points of view, certainly uh, some that I don't share, but um, uh, we participate in it because uh, we want to be an agent for constructive dialogue around the globe. An agent for constructive dialogue. Man, everything sounds so nice. I think it's wonderful. Okay, back to these ESG rules proposed by the SEC. What were they talking about? Greenwashing. I know this gets a little heavy. Just stay with me a second. What's happening is 
Companies understand there are two different things going on right now. Remember, a company has to make money. And millionaires, even communist ones, they like money. You like money. I like money. It keeps me going to Red Lobster. I've, I've never claimed to be... So, uh, look, I'm not doing this for charity, although I do enjoy what I'm doing, but we all like money, right? You get up and go to work today just because you had fun? You like money. So a business knows he has to make money. A corporate CEO, corporate board members, they want stock prices to go up. They enjoy that. That's a good time. You've seen these golden parachute packages these CEOs get when they sign off. Oh, he's, he's gone. CEO of Bank of America. Thanks for a good 10 years, Mike. Here's $50 million. It's just crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. Chris, Chris, yes, Chris. Clearly, you'll end up in banking anyway. We all know it. But anyway, beyond that, beyond that. But they're torn between two things. The love of money and an inherent need to serve communism. Most of them are communists. Many of them, if they're not communists, feel like they have to serve this ESG communism. So they're doing what's called greenwashing, acting like they're serving ESG, but not really, so they can get the communist checkpoints, yet they're still making you money. Now, what is ESG again? And this is the last time we're going to talk about it this show. We still have to make fun of the FBI, talk about a Great Depression. We have a bunch of emails, all kinds of stuff. Environmental social governance. And I've told you this before. This sounds like some crackpot, whack job conspiracy theory. It does. And I remember it was just, I've told you this. I was sitting around having a couple beers with some neighbors the other night. All these are at least moderately successful people. Guy owns his own plumbing business. Another guy manages a big car dealership here. I mean, they're not filthy rich, but these are not idiots, right? It's, he's, not, he's not 55 years old working as a cashier at T-Bell. Not that there's anything wrong with that if you got to go make a little scratch. But you, you know what I mean. These are, these are people you would think would be informed, relatively informed. And I brought up ESG to them. Not one of them had any idea what I was talking about. So we're going to do a little experiment right now. Unless you're driving, unless you're driving, or ladies, unless you're cooking, we don't want to interrupt dinner. Unless you're driving, I want you to do me a favor. Pull out your computer or your cell phone. Your cell phone works, works fine. And I want you to do an internet search with the name of your bank and ESG, whatever your bank is. I want you to go look it up right now as I'm speaking. Look it up. They'll all have one. I'm that confident I can tell an entire audience in the United States of America to go look it up because they'll all have one. If you have one of the major banks, they'll undoubtedly have their own separate page dedicated to them bragging about how great they are at ESG. But what is ESG? Environmental social governance. What it is is this. Corporations, again, remember we were just talking about the merge of the government and the corporate world. Corporations have been infected with communism now. And they're being told they need to now, instead of serving shareholders, remember normally a business has to make money for its shareholders, now they're supposed to serve who? stakeholders. But what is that? But what stakeholders? Well, it goes like this. Let's say you're a major shareholder at uh, Bank of America is a great one because they suck. 
Let's say you're a major shareholder at Bank of America. Well, if I'm a major shareholder at Bank of America, then the board, the corporate board, has to do things with that bank that make me money. That's their obligation. That's their fiduciary duty. They're contracted to make me money. But there's something new. Now they say, no, 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 no. Shareholders, forget about the shareholders. Stakeholders deserve to be served too. And who's a stakeholder in Bank of America? Everyone. Everyone on the planet. You see, if you exist on the planet, Bank of America needs to use its massive resources to serve you. Well, that sounds almost nice, right? How innocent, how lovely. They're going to serve you. In what way does Bank of America have an obligation to serve you under ESG? Well, let's talk about environmental. Bank of America is going to get scores based on their ESG score. They're going to be ranked on this now. This is now a global thing. This is something that's done. And Bank of America is going to have to give an accounting to what they've done to save the planet. What have they done to save the planet? And I don't mean picking up soda cans out of a river in Montana somewhere. What have you done, Bank of America? Tell us what you've done. Give us an accounting of what you've done to reduce what? Greenhouse gases, reducing CO2. Remember, as John Kerry told us, played it earlier, reducing you. You can run around the planet, and there isn't any country on the planet that isn't feeling and living the impacts of the climate crisis. Droughts, fires, mudslides, floods, storms with greater intensity that comes from the increased moisture coming from the ocean, which comes from the increased heat going into the ocean, because 90% of the warming of the planet goes into the ocean. And the oceans, they are at risk. The chemistry changing faster than they have in millions of years. And you can't solve the problem of the oceans if you don't solve climate. You can't solve the problem of climate if you don't solve the ocean. And people need to understand that 51% of the oxygen we breathe comes from the ocean. So we're, 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 we're dealing with a crisis here, folks. It's a crisis made by human beings. Made by who? Human beings. Bank of America, stand there in your corporate boardroom and tell us, how are you reducing human beings? And what steps might a financial company like Bank of America take to reduce human beings? Does that eventually turn into no more banking for the oil industry? No more banking for any car company that keeps making cars? Does that eventually filter down to you? No more customers if that customer doesn't pledge to go green. That's one part of it. Bank of America, give an honest accounting. What are you doing to save Gaia or whatever these hippie freaks call the planet? I don't know, Chris. They're hippie freaks. I don't know. So that's one part of it. Environmental. Social. Bank of America. What are you doing for gay people? You have all this money. You have all this corporate power. Have you done anything to help transgenders? I don't see any transgender Bank of America ads. Bank of America, do I have to give you a bad ESG score? Where's the trans ads? I, why aren't there trans kids in your ads? Bank of America, do you hate trans kids? Do you want a good ESG score? Governance, same thing. Deals with even the corporate board itself. Bank of America, okay. You helped out the tranny kids and you attacked the oil companies. 
Why are there more men than women on your corporate board? Why are there not enough black people in there? Do you hate Asians? Where are the Asians? Why isn't there a gay CEO? Bank of America, you've never had a gay CEO. Do we need to hold you to account? Are you awake yet to what this means? We're not quite done talking about this yet. Give me just a second. Be awake to something else. Your house stinks. <laughs> Quit. I'm kidding. I mean, it probably does. Everyone's does. Did you put off odors? Human beings put off odors. Gosh, you should meet Chris. We have to keep our homes clean and clean smelling. Eden Pure Thunderstorm cleans the air in your home, not just of viruses and mold. It didn't just fix my allergies. My home smells so good. It's not like I smelled it once and thought that's great. Every day when I get home, I go, oh my gosh, it smells wonderful. Me, Chris, Michael, three dudes, we're who work in the studio. Yeah, it stinks in here. We have Eden Pure Thunderstorms all over this place. It doesn't stink anymore. <laughs> Chris holds up a three. Yeah, we got a three banger in here too. Go get three of them. They're $200 off. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and you get a three pack for under $200 when you use the code JESSE3. That's JESSE and the number three. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3. Go enjoy. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. And again, if you missed any part of the show, the whole thing's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. They podcast the thing when it's done. Go enjoy it. One final thing on this ESG stuff. It's everywhere. I I brought up banks. It's much more than just banks, though. It's everywhere. It's taking hold. Reach out and get a hold of any company you're invested in and tell them you don't want it. These companies respond to public pressure. They are not doing their fiduciary duty to you. Believe me on that. All right, one last thing on this World Economic Forum thing, and we'll get to a bunch of emails and stuff like that. I love the Indian Minister of Oil and Gas. He's like, ah, well, I don't think so. Uh, you were on a panel about oil and gas and energy this morning. Do you think uh, phasing out of fossil fuels is actually a realistic goal? Look, uh, I said what I had to. But, you know, if you were to do that survey in uh, different parts of the world, if you were to do it, for instance, in South South Asia or Africa or in uh, Latin America, you'd get results that might be a little different from the kind of results you're getting here. You know what he's saying there, right? A bunch of people are going to die. He's he's openly mocking them. Well, yeah, it looks great for all you billionaires who fly in on your private jets. You're going to be fine wherever you go. You can afford that tower bill to double. You can afford to fly. You're going to afford to be able to get fossil fuels and steak dinners and everything else. Uh, The people in uh, South America, Africa, Asia, the places where there's real poverty, they're all going to die. And you nut jobs don't seem to know. Or, I guess more specifically... You don't seem to care. We are committed to securing the clean energy supply chain that's necessary to reduce our reliance on unabated fossil fuels and to increase our energy independence. Mm -hmm. Speaking of lies, the weirdest thing about Joe Biden, I mean, on top of everything else that's weird about Joe Biden, isn't just that he lies. All right, he's a politician. Every politician seems to lie in one way or the other. Joe Biden is constantly putting 
easily verifiable lies out there and he gets called on him and he still doesn't stop. Now, I don't know whether his brain is too addled with dementia to change gears. Like you can only put one talking point in his head, but he says things all the time that have been long proven false proven again, again, facts. We're not talking opinions, facts and Joe Biden. Well, he doesn't stop. Second Amendment is not absolute. When it was passed, you couldn't own a you couldn't own a cannon. You couldn't own certain kinds of weapons. It's just always been limitations. You 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 could own a cannon, and a lot of people owned cannons. And remember, we were talking about yesterday how the people on the left, both the politicians and the media people, and just normal average average everyday Joe. If you're consuming traditional news sources and you're watching Hollywood movies and you listen to Democrat politicians and you went to a university and you, it, there's a good chance you reside entirely in a world of make-believe, a world that is not real. And you should never step into that world of make-believe to try to compromise with these people. Again, because... It doesn't matter what you say to somebody who will ignore a fact. Like you could show Joe Biden a piece of paper. Joe, here's the day the Second Amendment's ratified. And you see that the, the people were allowed to own cannons. And Joe, what, what you just said is, is a verifiable lie. And it still wouldn't move him. It wouldn't move him at all. And if it wouldn't move your kooky aunt, if you, if you pre- present her with those facts and it doesn't move her, prune the tree, baby, and let her go. Prune the tree and let her go. All right, let's get to some emails. Dear counter-commie crusader. What, Chris? He's earned the title. He says, Soviet-era communists used to use psychology as a way to exterminate political opponents, deeming those non-compliant and less agreeable as mentally ill. Given recent events in universities manufacturing communists and woke monsters at an incredible weight rate, some of which are becoming mental health professionals, what degree do you think this is taking place here in America? Since I can use his name, his name is Mark, and I say it is taking place at a gigantic degree. Some of the most shocking things I've heard, especially over the past couple years, hasn't necessarily been from media people or Democrat politicians. It's been from doctors and mental health professionals. You realize we have mental health professionals, practicing mental health professionals here in the United States of America who will sit down with a 12-year-old boy and tell him, yes, you are a girl, and prescribe puberty blockers to him? That happens right here in the country. And remember this. The system, I always say the system takes care of its own. Remember, the system is the Democrats, most of the Republicans, the media, universities, uh, half the churches now, the education system. That's the system. It's all one ideology now, so it always serves itself. The system takes care of its own. Well, what happens is you get this endless circle to where you're educating kids through this communism and this dirty cultural Marxist filth, and they go right up through the elite university system, and you graduate. Harvard, baby. I'm a Dr. Johns Hopkins, maybe you've heard of me. I'm Dr. Nerd. And then you go right from there and you take your cultural Marxism into the medical profession where you not only put it on other patients, you you bring your communism to other patients, your sickness to other patients, because you're such a trusted voice who's been through John, you were at Johns, Johns Hopkins? Wow, Dr. Nerd, please put out a medical paper for us. 
And then you put out a medical paper authored by Dr. Nerd. And Dr. Nerd says that 10-year-old boys should chop their penis off. And then every other part of the system, media, other educators, they come out and say, what do you mean? Of course boys can do this. Look, Dr. Nerd says so. He went to Johns Hopkins. How can you not trust Dr. Nerd? He's on MSNBC at night. Joining us now, we needed to go get an expert. So we went out and found Dr. Nerd. He's got 19 PhDs from Johns Hopkins. Who's smarter than Dr. Nerd? And then he'll go back at some point and he'll be a professor and educate the next generation of cultural Marxists. Hey, Nerd Jr., congratulations. You're now my protege. I mean, you laugh and it is funny, but it is true. The system just continues to reinforce itself and serve itself. And the medical community, man, some of the messages I got from doctors and nurses during the COVID pandemic, especially, some of it was horrific. And I, a lot of it I couldn't read on the air. It had names and stuff like that. I couldn't cover up. But I mean, doctors in the break room mocking a COVID patient for dying because they didn't get vaccinated. Nurses mistreating or in some cases not treating patients because those dirty unvaccinated people, it is a huge concern, a big concern. Because, again, it's just, this goes to our huge distrust problem in our institutions. Man, no matter how bad things got left, right, center, you can always trust the doctor, right? You can always go to the doctor's office. He's going to shoot you straight. He's a doctor. What if he's not going to shoot you straight? And you're daggone right they're going to move to classify anyone on the right as mentally ill. All right. We have a lot more emails to get to. I have a little bit more Joe Biden. The FBI sucks. All that's due to come on The Jesse Kelly Show. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Did you see this? FBI spied on three point three million Americans without a warrant. The report reveals. Um, just stay with me for a second. You know, I don't read many articles because I think that's kind of lame. I always hated it when people do that, but it's kind of important to dig into the details of this. Just hang with me a second. Um, in a May twenty fifth letter to FBI Director Christopher Ray. Jim Jordan and Mike Turner asked Ray to explain why his agency wiretapped and gathered personal information on over 3.3 million Americans without a warrant. Limited authority to gather foreign intelligence information is granted by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA. Of course, what a shock. What happened was they decided to classify a whole bunch of Americans as possible foreign agents. Remember, that's what they're digging into. That's the only reason they're allowed to dig into these kind of things. Maybe they say there's a Russia connection with you. Now, let me ask you something. The FBI violated the constitutional rights of 3.3 million Americans without a warrant, and they did so by saying they're foreign agents or potential foreign agents. What do you think they think about you? The things you believe. The emails, text messages, messages you send to relatives. What do you say about Joe Biden? What have they said about other people who insulted Joe Biden? You know what? Pause that for a second. What did they say? Chris, do you have that montage ready? What did they say about Hunter Biden's laptop? Do you remember when Hunter Biden's laptop had come out and the entire system locked shields and what did they call it? Russian disinformation. They were so adamant that it was Russian disinformation. You were banned from sharing the article about it. 
The New York Post, one of the oldest and longest established newspapers in the country, they actually got their account on social media suspended because of it. And remember how many former spy chiefs, former CIA guys came out. I believe the number was 50, 51, and they signed some joint letter calling it Russian disinformation. So if you believed something that is now a verified fact, this is what the system thought about you. There's no evidence that Hunter Biden has done anything wrong. There is no evidence of any wrongdoing between uh, uh, by Biden, by Joe Biden or by Hunter Biden. There's no evidence that Joe Biden actually did anything wrong or did anything to sway things in Hunter Biden's favor. He's denied that his son ever lobbied him for anything. There is nothing Hunter. There is nothing mm-hmm. wrong that Vice President Biden did. President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a company board in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. There is no evidence that anybody did anything illegal uh, regarding the Bidens uh, and and Ukraine, and, and Joe Biden was carrying out U.S. policy. President Trump wanted dirt on Joe and Hunter Biden. Trump's claims about wrongdoing here are unsubstantiated. We have looked. Lots of out outlets have looked. Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. Vice President Biden uh, did nothing wrong. And every single media outlet has said that there are no, there's no there there to these allegations, lies and smears. PolitiFact found no evidence to support the idea that Joe Biden advocated with his son's interests in mind. Russian disinformation. Now, hold on, stay with me. We had spy chiefs saying that. We already know about the problems of left-wing activism within the FBI. Let me go back to you. I want you to go look at your last five to ten political text messages, emails. Forget about that. Forget. About, let's talk about the things you say publicly on Facebook. Have you talked about Hunter? Talked about Joe? Do you think the communist activists at the FBI think your political views might make you a possible Russian agent? Are you starting to understand how dangerous it is? And are you starting to understand what I've pointed out time and time again? The most dangerous thing happening in the world right now is Western governments turning against their own citizens. And the most dangerous thing happening specifically in America is the administrative state turning its guns on the right. They are making you an enemy of the state. Why? I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason it's all this Russian, 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 foreign Asian, foreign Asian how many of these guys you see call themselves democracy defender? Democracy's under attack. Democracy. We got to save democracy. Why? What's the point? They're doing what they can do to slowly but surely push you and your views into the realm of something that is considered a threat to national security because that then gives them the right to take the government power and aim it at you. It's what they're doing. It's right in front of your eyes. It's right in front of my eyes. It's happening every single day. And it's something we all better be really, really, really worried about. I mean, why do you think, why do you really think they don't want you to have guns? I mean, let's be honest. Let's be frank about something here. The Democratic Party, two positions that are universal now within the Democratic Party is abortion at every trimester, at every all three trimesters, and a wide open southern border. Those are mainstream Democrat positions. And understand this, a wide open southern border means right now 
on the southern border of the United States of America, we have currently one of the largest slave trades going in the history of the world. That's how many people are crossing over here, including, and I'm sorry to get too, too graphic here, but I want you to understand, child sex trafficking at a staggering scale. It's taking place right now. As, as you're hearing the sound of my voice, there's a child in the middle of this right now. The Democratic Party, its mainstream position is to accept that. So accept this. These people don't care about some dead kids in Uvalde. They don't. It, it, it means nothing to them. They don't worry about death. They don't care about dead kids. So why all this gun talk? I mean, why all this stuff? House passed a strong bill. It failed in the Senate. Where our Republican colleagues opposed any meaningful reform. Why? Why do they keep saying stuff like this? Second Amendment is not absolute. When it was passed, you couldn't own a you couldn't own a cannon. You couldn't own certain kinds of weapons. It's just always been limitations. But guess what? These actions we've taken before they save lives, and they can do it again. So if it's not about the kids, what's this about? If it's not about people shopping in a grocery store in Buffalo, then what's it all about? Again, this is not complicated if you just simply accept what they are. They want to hurt you. They want the freedom to hurt you. They will use any terrible event as justification to disarm you so they have the freedom to hurt you if you don't do as you're told. Remember Remember how these people see themselves, and more importantly, remember how these people see you and your love of country and your freedoms. Remember the disdain they hold for these things. Here's German Chancellor. I would like to end by evoking and appealing to this good spirit of Davos. Yes, history is at a turning point. However, we are not at the mercy of history. If some want to lead us back to the age of nationalism, imperialism and war, then our answer is, count us out. We stand for the future. And if we notice that our world is becoming multipolar, then that has to spur us on to even more multilateralism, to even more international cooperation. Thank you very much. Are you going to hold back the future? And their minds you are. Remember why. All right. I am going to get to a few emails. Dang it. I forgot to get to them that time. I got, I got sidetracked. And then we're get to, going to get to headlines I didn't get to and all that stuff. Now, money where your morals are. Putting your money where your morals are. How many times have we had that discussion? A lot. We're always going to have it. And I want you to know when I'm reminding you, I'm reminding myself as much as I'm reminding you. I actually have to go buy a microwave this weekend, and already we have decided we're going to start looking at okay, where are we going to go? Where are we not going to go? What did this company say during the St. George Floyd riots? What about putting your money where your morals are? One of the easiest ways to do that is your cell phone company. Switch from T-Mobile. They're filthy. From AT&T, from Verizon, they hate your guts. Pure Talk loves your values. They love this country. They're CEOs of Vietnam veteran. They love the country so much, they put all their customer service right here in America. When you call and talk to them, you get to actually speak to an American. On top of saving, the average family saves over $900 a year. From your cell phone right now, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's absurd. 
Dial pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly show Chris it just occurred to me with this new simulcast thing with people watching me on the radio they're gonna get to see my dance moves when you're playing the music what a privilege for them what Chris it's a huge privilege for them wait till you see my moves man I'm telling you I'm I basically look like Michael Jackson only we don't have any kids around the office it's we can make jokes Chris it's fine now, remember, the simulcast isn't live yet. It's not live yet. June 1st, the simulcast goes live, and you can watch me do the radio show. I'm going to keep, I'm gonna have to keep that in mind, Chris. Anyway, if you want to watch, it's 100 bucks for the year. Go to thefirsttv.com slash jesse and sign up. All right? Thefirsttv.com slash jesse. Email jesse. This is a problem with society today, in my opinion, and a reason why people are having less babies. When my wife was pregnant with our first baby, everyone would say goodbye to, or everyone would say, say goodbye to sleep or it's so hard, but it's worth it. Best advice I got was from my buddy who has a few kids and all he said was, don't worry, it's easy. And I found that to be true. I don't know whether I'd say it's easy, but daggone, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome, especially if you decide to make your kids have good manners and you will have to make them. Kids don't naturally come with those. You're going to find at some point in time, you have a couple pleasant young adults who are just genuinely nice to be around and you look at them. I mean, I don't take pride in much, but I look at those kids. It feels good. It feels good. Oh, oh, before I forget, I almost forgot my slippers, my slippers. I got this email too. His historian, Jesse, he talks about the WEF and CO2. And then he finishes it by saying, I love the my slippers I'm wearing now and my pillows I hug every night. I'm telling you, these are not normal slippers. You wear them inside or out there. Amazing. My wife never takes the daggone things off. They're awesome. And they're $90 off right now. 90 bucks. That's a lot. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and use the promo code Jesse. And that gets you 90 bucks off a pair of my slippers. Highly recommend. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Go get you some my slippers. JESSE, as a proud white man that also has been known to expression some Espanol from time to time, I can tell that you are wrong. Buenas tardes either means spicy taco or dogs. I can't remember which. Like you, I went to community college, or as Jose Biden would say, Kennedy College. <laughs> Love the show. Says I can say his name. His name is Sean. Sean. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes to you, my friend. Dear Oracle, I'm so sick of hearing how wonderful Joe Manchin is. Okay. Joe Manchin only ever sides with us about once every 10 years because he's in the now blood red state of West Virginia. Thanks, Barack Obama. And he has to come out and act like he's half a Democrat or half Republican, or else he doesn't get to be a U.S. senator anymore. That's just a flat-out fact. And now... Here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. U.S. economy contracted even more than expected in Q1, raising the odds of the recession. Now, I need to clarify something. I hate to be a Debbie Downer here. 
It's not raising the odds of a recession. Remember, a recession is two straight quarters of an economy contracting. Two straight quarters. We already had one officially. We're in the middle of the second one. In fact, it's almost over. We're in a recession. It's just not official yet. We're already in a recession. The only question is now, are we going to have another Great Depression? A recession is coming. A deep recession is coming. Is that going to result in a depression? I say it is. I don't know. But hey, look, hey. It's important to, what's that word? What's that term? Stop the spread, right? Just 15 days to slow the spread. You want to know where your depression comes from? That's where it comes from. BLM activists burned the American flag in New York City on the anniversary of George Floyd's death. Just a quick reminder that we all universally mock these scumbag street communists now. But just two short years ago, corporate America, the media, Republicans, Democrats, everyone wrapped their arms around this group and acted like they were just the second coming of Martin Luther King. Philadelphia School District reinstates a mask requirement, as I've told you time and again. Get out. Balkanize and get out. Get to a red area and make it redder. Oh, quick reminder, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday Get your Ask Dr. Jesse questions in right now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Headline, nobody wants them. Moderna is throwing out 30 million vaccine doses. Ah, Makes me feel better. We paid for it. B-movie star Ray Liotta dead at 67. One, Chris, get the audio ready. He's not the B-movie star, okay? He's the Goodfellas star. And Chris, did we get the Goodfellas audio ready? The one that has all the F-words and things like that edited out of it? Because it's kind of important to edit out the Goodfellas audio. Did you do that, like I said, to do it before the show? I'm guessing by the look on your face, the answer is no. You know what? Forget about it. We're not going to play any audio because Chris screwed it up. (laughs) But either way, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. In all seriousness, rest in peace. Great movie. Goodfellas, great movie. B-movie star. Get serious. Pope calls for gun control in the U.S. Pope can go screw himself. Barack Obama uses Texas shooting to memorialize George Floyd. Remember that there's no president in the history of the United States of America who did more to divide this country than Barack Obama, and he did it on purpose. UK's Johnston faulted for lockdown parties but won't quit. Well, yeah. None of these people were worried about coronavirus. Remember what I've been telling you from the beginning. The elites haven't changed a thing, and it's not because they're hypocrites. They don't violate their own lockdown rules because they're hypocrites. If I was dancing on the lawn after I told you there were landmines on the lawn, you wouldn't look at me and say, Jesse's a hypocrite. You'd look at me and you'd say, Jesse's a liar. FDA chief struggles to explain slow response on baby formula. Well, I mean, look. They're not perfect. They were busy taking bribes from the major food and drug companies to approve things that are terrible for you and will end up in your death. They don't have time to meddle with these tiny issues like making sure your baby gets to eat. California moves ahead with a bill to legalize infanticide. Do you remember? Seems like it was just a second ago where I was telling you to balkanize, get out, move to a red area. It's not just that the blue areas are blue and bad. It's that they're getting worse, and they're getting worse fast. 
S-F-U-S-D. Man, that was a mouthful, Chris. Speaking of which, <laughs> quit, Chris. S-F-U-S-D drops the word chief from job titles to avoid connotation with Native Americans. Boy, I'll tell you what. We have done so much for the Indians. At least I thought I thought we'd have total harmony once we got rid of the Indian chick off the Lando Lakes butter. Poll, 75% of Fortune 500 CEOs believe a recession is inevitably on the horizon. Yeah, the other 25% are lying through their teeth. Twitter shares jump after Elon Musk boosts his equity commitment in a Twitter takeover. Gosh, what a disaster. Data hack reveals photos from China's Uyghur concentration camps. Just a quick reminder... Almost every one of these people talking about kids and dead kids and human rights and violence and pretty much none of these people are willing to speak out about the fact we have active concentration camps happening in the world today where they're harvesting human organs and violently assaulting women. All right. Put a smile on your face. The weekend's already here. Friday counts because it's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. As soon as the Thursday show ends, it's Friday time, baby. Get your questions in. We're going to have fun tomorrow, as we always do. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com, all right? Keep your chin up. We'll be back, and then we'll have a merry old time tomorrow. That's all. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.